0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Faith and Fandom Podcast Artist Alley Aftermath Edition for Fayetteville Comic Con October 2023. This is the second Fayetteville Comic Con of the year and uh, usually has a spooky vibe or something else to that effect. And this year did definitely. And uh, so we're going to talk about how the show went, uh, experiences across the board and the overall vibe and experience of just being an artist alley and all that, that entails um if you are newish to my stuff or you're just kind of finding this randomly uh i i my personal reason i'm at a con is because i want to be a encouraging presence slash representative of the gospel in a positive light for the geeky community. So if you're a believer and you're looking for a place to be encouraged spiritually in a geeky environment, I want to be there. If you're curious or on the fence or even not a believer, but you want some place to kind of dig a little bit deeper, I want to kind of help be that as well. And so that's that's my goal at cons, is to be present, to be able to be that environment, that place for people that are either trying to grow or just curious about where they are in their journey. Um, and I do that through writing geeky Bible studies and having fun, geeky Bible study stuff at shows. And uh, <clears throat> so the normal metric people, you know, gauge their con buys. How'd you do financially? How much stuff do you sell? Et cetera, et cetera. And that's rarely ever, like, my top concern. And I'll be honest, it is Monday night. The show ended on Sunday. I have no idea how much I made. Haven't counted. Haven't looked. Haven't even unpacked the box with the money in it. It's still in my crates. But uh, I do my best to gauge how well a show is going by conversations, interactions, and opportunities to just connect with people. So that's me. That's my heart. (coughs) Sorry for the coughing. Let's get into it a little bit. Um, First off, this is a two-day show. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the kind of slate for setting in and everything. And on Friday, because this was a horror-themed show, they did have uh a showing of Jason Lives, which I believe is six with the screenwriter. So that's an interesting pre-party touch. Um, but yeah, that's a good good in, you know environment for an October Comic-Con. I went in Friday, sat up uh all my gear, and this was the first time setting up my booth with a new book rack, which is much larger. Um, someone donated to me to give it a shot and it worked out well, I think, um, because I'm a little bit shorter. It's hard to reach the books on the top shelf, but you know, everybody's not a hobbit, so maybe it'll work well for other people. But, uh, one of the things is I put all the geeky devotionals on the lower two racks, which is about eye level. And I put all of my not geeky Bible studies up top just so they wouldn't be direct eye line, but that's like the that's what she said, devotional of five women in the Bible, or uh, the Balance, the book on Mary and Martha, the Travel Journal, the Youth Ministry book, all that stuff was up on the top shelf. And I made a little sign that said, not geeky books, uh, parentheses for muggles. And that just makes me happy that I listed it in that capacity. Um, you know, just I'm terrible for dad jokes and puns and stuff, so I do love that. Um, and yeah so this was also one of the first shows in a while i wanted to cosplay while i was running my booth i don't like cosplaying and running my booth at the same time because uh one gets in the way of the other uh either running the booth gets in the way of actually enjoying the cosplay experience or uh, the cosplay experience gets in the way of effectively doing the booth and i did see both of these in this entire in time and i ended up wearing a cosplay from 10 a.m till 2 p.m on saturday and the show went until 6 and about 2 p.m i'm just like you know what? i'm done <laughs> i'm done with this now uh but i was dressed as mankind from uh wwe mcfoley And I had a Mankind mask, and then the rest of the costume in Mr. Taco as well. And I will say that one of the best things about wearing a Mankind costume is any stain you add to your costume only improves the authenticity. So if I spill something, food, drink, coffee, beverages, whatever, on my costume, it only makes it more authentic. In fact, somebody commented... On one of the photos, that my Mister Sacco looked too clean, um, which was great. And I did have people that wanted to take photos. There were some wrestling kids that just absolutely loved it. One guy genuinely thought I was McFoley for a moment. Um, and I, I really enjoyed. it. It's the first time, you know, I had to leave my booth because people wanted to take photos with me. Loved it. It was great. Um, but. One of the things that I saw is that sometimes people get so caught up in seeing the costume they wouldn't bother looking at the booth, which is again why I said it gets in the way. Even on that note, though, um, the costume was also a little scary for kids who didn't recognize who mankind was. <laughs> like, there's a little kid named John that was dressed as John Cena that was just excited for me to take a photo, but then there are other key- kids that would like freak out. I haven't saw one woman come around the corner, and when she caught my gaze, she's like, oh, that's terrifying, um, so, you know, it's a coin toss, you know, I, I personally don't recommend cosplaying and running a booth, but for me, that, you know, that's what it is, uh, another cool, uh, cosplay-related experience is there was a guy dressed as Tom Baker's doctor, from Doctor Who. The fourth doctor. And he actually had jelly babies. And because that was one of his catchphrases. Was care for a jelly baby. And he was very proud that he had real jelly babies. But he was also knocking them. Saying they don't taste good. I'm like dude. I will always be thankful for a jelly baby. I will always be grateful. For that. Because uh, I love jelly babies. They're like a weirdly textured gummy bear. Um, But yeah. And you know it was it was a good experience. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and say this, and this is not a knock. This is not an uh, offensive statement in per se to say anything like that. Just an assessment. This was a lower traffic uh, show. Um, I feel like uh oh, based on what people were saying and my perception, there was. Less people at this show than anticipated, and definitely less show at less people at this show than their previous show in April. And you know, the marketing went less aggressively uh, for this show, and there was also rumor that uh, some of Fort Bragg, which is, or Fort Liberty, which is a nearby military base community, was locked down. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but that was one of the rumors going around because you know people want to have a reason why stuff isn't popping more often. But, you know, regardless, you do your best to put on a show, and you hope for the best every time. And so, with that, uh, you know, attendance was a little light. But at the same time, I wasn't unhappy with what was going on. Um, The Surum family, if I'm saying their name correctly, uh, is a family I've always really enjoyed. And I got to see them literally two days before at the Switchfoot concert in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I'll also add into that that I posted on uh my socials that I was going to a switchfoot concert on Wednesday, on Thursday, and that if I if you found me at the show, I would give you free merch. And so I got to give out the first editions, the very first versions of uh my new sticker that says throw confetti, not shade. And I got to give those out to uh folks at the switchfoot concert. In fact the very first people to get it was the Creech family. So that's really cool. Um, there's some of my uh, con friends. But yeah, it was a little bit lighter show. And uh, the Serum family came through. And uh, at the concert, they told me that, uh, you know, one of the boys in the family had a button maker. And he asked me if I'd like some buttons. And he made me a Doctor Who. Not sorry, not Doctor Who. He made me an Uncle Iroh button, two Uncle Iroh buttons, and a Krillin button, which is super dope. But then uh, one of the boys in that family. They're like teenage guys, um, said that he just always likes coming to my booth because it has a warm and cozy feeling and it's welcoming. Um, so I, I just, I, I love getting that experience and getting to do that. Um, and with that, I, uh, also, uh, got to the point where, uh, I have started carrying sketch cards, um, to with me to shows and I'll just sketch and draw because I find that that's it helps the social anxiety it helps the uh it helps the the low moments where I'm not just looking around <laughs> anxiously smiling and vague nothingness waiting for somebody to catch my gaze like I'm I could just you know draw and then look up and hello hi welcome to the booth type situation um and so I drew a lot and I was selling these sketch cards as sketchy bookmarks, and I actually had, I sold a good amount. I'd say, like, 15 of them. Um, and from Bluey characters to, uh, a Ted Lasso one to a Ron Swanson one. I even had a commission, uh, someone had me do Muffin, uh, the little cousin dog from Bluey as the granny on the scooter. And, uh, if you look on my socials you'll see some of the pictures I posted of some of the ones that got purchased but I had a good time just drawing and sketching and stuff and um so it was just neat um and one of the one of the days yeah that was just one of the things that really made it cool uh there was a young lady uh, for me who was dressed as chopper. From One Piece. And I thought it was just a really creative. Really well done cosplay. And uh, she came by the booth. And I just thought it was super neat. Uh, Loved how she did her cosplay. And we were talking about One Piece. And she asked who my favorite character was. And I told her it was between Usopp. And uh, Chopper. And so she said. uh, You know. To pick one. And I told her her choice. And so she had made what appears to be thousands of friendship bracelets. It really does look like thousands. And if you look at her picture on my socials, you'll be able to see it. She picked she had made like thousands of friendship bracelets that all had one piece phrases and she was giving people bracelets based on their favorite character. And I just thought that was Absolutely darling. I thought that was wonderful. I, that was a really cool experience. And, you know, I gave her, uh, I was like, oh, you know, take a sticker or something. And I just was grateful. I, I think she took a veggietail sticker. Um, and then the next day I actually uh, sketched a chopper. And whenever I saw her again, I went and gave it to her. But just really appreciated the heart and the effort that she put into it. And she's a, a dope cosplayer in general. Um, but I just thought it was a really neat experience. Um, tied to that, not directly, but in the same timing of the show, I also had a really negative experience. Um, right after I was finishing up talking to the young cosplayer dressed as Chopper, there was a, another cosplayer who was very nasty in his attitude. And was very negative And was very... Uh, vocal that he wanted to be, make it clear that he was uh, upset or at least chuffed that we were there, that Faith and Phantom was there. And um, you know that thing people do where if you say something and people ignore you or it doesn't get the response you want, that you just say it again, but maybe a little bit louder? Well, he did that. But he did that trying to say something really, really offensive about Jesus. Now... His word choicing in his offensive statement about Jesus was incredibly creative. It struck me as something very uh, Kevin Smith to Ryan Reynolds-esque in his statement. And here's the thing. I don't think I can in good conscience say it here in a recorded fashion. um, Because it could be offensive um, in a lot of ways. But he said this really, really offensive statement. uh, This name for Jesus that he had and he said it and you could tell the whole people group that he was with ignored him so then he said it again louder and they continued to ignore him and but you know i just was trying to make eye contact with him but he would he wouldn't look at me um even though he was literally four feet from me Um, and I was just staring him right down. And in fact, he spent the rest of the weekend, like avoiding eye contact with me, um, because he knew that he was trying to be super offensive and listen, you can not believe in Jesus and you can have a disagreement about who he is, but it's just like, when you go out of your way to be ugly, you're just making yourself look bad. And I was hoping to have a conversation with him because, uh, the young man's comments also not only more on spiritually offensive or offensive to Christian culture, but it also got racial and ugly in that capacity. And so I think it was not only offensive to believers, but also in a racial connotation. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to say what he called him here. Uh, if you're listening to this and you want to know, you can, you can message me or call me and we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, it was creative and I did, there was a church member of mine who was at the con selling Pokemon cards. And when it was over, I talked to him about it and I told him and he said, no, dude, you need to make a comic book with that title. Um, and I, I just don't think I could, I can't, I couldn't in good conscience. I love edgy things every now and again. This just seems dangerous. <laughs> like, oh no, that's, that's horrible life choice. Um. But you know, it's everybody's not going to love what we do. But on the flip side, some people do, and uh, one of those people there was a mom that came through, and um, there. Well, before the mom, there were people that came up and they were going to be running small groups, and they wanted to use our stuff for small groups. Helped make connections with that. I love that. And then there was one uh, where a I had. And one of the stickers that got my most interactions this weekend, which I'm glad I made it, um, it says, you can love God and anime. Um, and one mom came up and she saw that. And she said, "Why well, I, I won't let my daughter watch anime. Um, but then the whole conversation turned and we started talking about what faith and fandom was and, you know, about parenting and supporting your kids and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I just thought that was, that was interesting. And she ended up, uh, picking up a book and maybe a shirt, I think got a shirt too. Um, but, uh, one of the things was, you know, she wanted to find, use this as a way to connect with her child. And then, uh, I got a message first thing this morning. She said, it was so awesome to connect with you. My girl is finally excited to do a Bible study. And then she went on to say, the Lord is never without his witnesses. Uh, Thanks for being a light. It made my day. So she sent me that message or that comment on Facebook. And then a little while later, she um, DM'd me and started asking, you know, good parenting questions, talking about how to help with anime, what's good, things like that. It was really neat. Um, So I think that kind of, you know, that was a lot of the first day. Days kind of blend in there together. Um, After the first day, uh, I took my kids to go see the Taylor Swift concert because I want to be supportive of my oldest daughter and her uh, love of her music. And so we watched a three-hour Taylor Swift concert. I was after a full day at a con. I don't recommend it. Not the not that I don't recommend the Taylor concert. If you enjoy Taylor, have fun. Um, it is a spectacle of production, and I appreciate that. But I don't recommend doing a full day of con, then doing that. That was not a wise life choice. Uh, got up early Sunday morning, helped prep stuff for church at home, uh, and then headed out to the con and. Uh, my daughter Carmen was with me the whole weekend too. She is a delightful human to have as a con companion. And she was always excited about things. And uh, being a part of stuff. Um. But uh, one of the first things I sold on Sunday morning was two sketches. And then the lady tipped me a dollar for a sketch. And I just thought it was super cool. Um, And then the next person that bought books or something tipped me as well and I was like what what's happening why why am I getting so many tips today um sunday was a better day for me in terms I know in terms of sales and for conversations um for getting to connect with people and uh but it was good I also did nerd slam on saturday you know fun experience there as always um but just getting to talk to people and connect with people and uh you know, I appreciated it. Uh, one thing that was neat was uh, I was supposed to do the second Nerd Slam on Sunday and with LJ. And I ended up not doing it because since he was doing horror stuff, he wanted to have um, pre-chosen categories with all the questions listed out. Because normally with Nerd Slam, we try and let people pick whatever category they're most comfortable with. But with the horror, he wanted it to be limited because it was their first time doing it. And uh, so I ended up staying at my booth, and my daughter went to go watch it. And as I am sitting at the booth, a cosplayer dressed like uh, Dark Link, I believe, uh, came up to the booth and was looking at stickers and then said, as she saw the sticker... Uh, that said, you can love God in anime again. It it got its money's worth, and so she said, "Oh, this is a Christian thing." And uh, you could tell she was kind of uh trepidatious and like very cautionary after that. And she spent she was there about forty five minutes from that point on. And she spent about 40 minutes um, sharing about trauma, sharing about church hurt, sharing about fears, sharing about anxiety, sharing about struggles. And as like things were starting to get like kind of just heavy, she said that I'm sorry for trauma dumping. I was like, listen, if there's any place at the con, you should be able to do that. It should be here. And she stuck her hand out, like she held her hand out like she was going to shake my hand. So I reached out and I took her hand and she looked at me and she said, I'm trusting you to be safe. Because what she was saying is I am going to share more of my story and I need to know that I can trust you not to hurt me. And I thought that was really important. Um, that meant a lot to me that even have that opportunity. And it was one of those, okay, if there's anything I'm here for, if there's any reason uh I am at this show in the first place, it's for this. And I talked to this young lady uh the whole time and you know she had a past and has some struggles and she's in some different directions that a lot of people would be aggressive towards and I was happy to be able to be a loving presence in that capacity and because you know i asked her what her favorite thing was and she told me zelda and she told me about you know just how much she's loved zelda her whole life so i gave her book four um because it has the breath of the wild chapter in it and i also gave her it's dangerous to go alone sticker that we have and she was really like just grateful for that and you know, It was just really good conversation. Again, if the whole weekend was just for that opportunity, it would have been worth it. Um, but just like that moment of her sticking out her hand and reaching it out to me and saying, I'm trusting you to be safe, that's kind of seared in my brain. Um, because I think a lot of people have those moments. They just don't say it out loud. And uh, in the process of her talking about trauma and healing and stuff. I was telling her about, uh, she mentioned something about a video game about trauma. And I mentioned the game GRI G R I S. Uh, It's one of my favorite games. And, uh, it's about somebody's emotional, or somebody's journey going through their own brokenness and trauma to be able to heal and to be able to get whole and to grow. And as we were talking about it, she made the point to say, um, well, just like the game, you are in control of your own healing that it doesn't matter how much stuff is broken around you. You have to be the one to actually navigate your healing. And I just thought that was beautiful. And yeah, I've played that game forever. It never connected that dot. I just thought it was really neat. So, you know, conversation with a mom and a conversation with this young cosplayer stemming out of the, you can love God and anime sticker. Super grateful for it. Now, even the mom that I talked to was not a fan of the "You Can Love God" and anime sticker, it just started the conversation. She didn't want her kid invested in anime because anime's a can be a big sketchy subculture for some people. But I talked to her a lot about you know good anime and you know things like Your Lie in April and My Hero Academia and Studio Ghibli and stuff like that. You know, but it's a lot about discernment and discretion. And uh, then as we were packing up uh, throughout the day. Um, uh, there was a, the DJ who had been DJing the whole weekend in the show. And I've DJed this show. I know how demanding that is. Uh, the DJ who had been DJing the whole show came by my booth and got really <laughs> invested in the veggie tail stickers. And we just had a conversation about veggie Tales and the importance of it. And, you know, and he told me you need a sticker of God made you special and he loves you very much. And, I've never in the whole time that I've made these stickers or even VeggieTales once thought about making that sticker. So I've designed a sticker in my mind. i got to execute it now. But also, it made me really think, man, VeggieTales nailed it with that one statement of God made you special and he loves you very much. How solid of a statement of a message to leave behind with kids is that? I think it really is something potent and powerful and i'm really glad that it's out there and if the fact that that's was somebody can remember i'm looking forward to having that at the booth once i get it made um uh, robert mukes who is a big burly actor from things like Westworld and house of a thousand corpses and stuff like that um he came and told me, or like I was walked by his booth and he told me that I was a good dad because he had been watching my interactions with my daughter. So I'll count that as a win for, uh, my daughter to, you know, just for, for some random actor, uh, to be watching how I interact with my kid and think I'm doing a good job. I'll count that as a win. Um, also Heather Maderados, Mas I can't remember her name properly um let me look this up it's the lady from princess bride or princess diaries um and scream three she had an interaction with my daughter i really appreciated her name's heather Matarazzo, um and uh she uh my daughter went to just go say hey i enjoyed you in scream three or not scream three but in princess diaries and my daughter came back with a list of books that were her favorite books to read as a child. And I was like, that's weird. Why, why did you get that? And she, (laughs) but I thought it was cool. And I was like, you know, that's kind of cooler than an autograph. And, um, so I went by Heather Materazzo's table to tell her, thank you. And she said, oh yeah, you know, like I asked your daughter if she liked school and she said no. So I gave her some books to read. I was like, oh, she loves to read. She just hates work. (laughs) Um, And I was like, she's on Battle of the Books and Robotics Team and all that jazz. But, you know, I really appreciate that. And she says, I always try and ask kids if they like to read and try and encourage them and stuff. And so I just thought it was really neat um, that this actor was going out of their way and taking their time to make sure my kid was reading. So, again, I just think that's cool. Um, One of my favorite things I got out of the uh, whole weekend was... um, there is a crochet booth uh, making crochet stuffed animals and stuff. And I walked over and uh they had some one piece ones and I thought they were really neat, and I told them about the uh chopper cosplayer, and uh you know he said that you know nobody likes Usopp. And I was like, Oh, I love Usopp. And um Usopp was probably my favorite character until I got the Chopper. I don't like him less than chopper but it's it's close up there I said that Usopp's rubber band of doom is one of my favorite things it's from early on uh when they're doing the Arlong Park arc of their Usopp is in danger and he's trying to fight off someone he's greatly outmatched against and he pulls out a rubber band and tries to hype it up as being a big weapon and just says Usopp's rubber band of doom and then just shoots the guy with the rubber band and runs away um and I love that and the guy tells me that he plays a card game like Pokemon but with one piece characters and he had an extra Usopp's Rubber Band of Doom card and it's sitting on my desk right now I took a picture of it it's one of my favorite things this is going to stay on my desk forever um but I love it and uh so later at my booth I also sketched an Usopp uh for that guy I'm not saying it was great but it was a good experience overall so yeah, I just I enjoyed it. I had a great time, uh, just getting to be there to do the experience. I love being at my local show. Uh, Fateville is my local show outside of mine. On a positive note, um, a lot of vendors and artists that were at my show in October or September came up to let me know that uh, they loved my show in September. And I say this with no shade, no knocks, no negatives. Um, they said that they did just as well or better at my show, um, than they did at the Saturday show here. Um, uh, and I, I just, you know, I thought that was dope. I was grateful that not only did people enjoy it, that it was good for them, but also, you know, I'm grateful for Fayetteville because Fayetteville puts on a big show and they do a good show and grateful for the opportunity to, uh, be a part of it. Um, looking over just some, the photos from the weekend and check out some stuff before I wrapped up. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, by the way, my chopper bracelet that I got from the chopper cosplayer says not food, which is great. Um, if you know, chopper storyline, it's pretty funny. Um, there was a great dark Deku, which is for, if you are looking at the chapters for book nine and faith and fandom was a chapter about that guy, there was a the buggy, the clown that was pretty great. Um, uh, I also took a picture of a, uh, guy from American psycho. And then you can see the not geeky books from Muggle sign. There's a wonderful Anakin and Ahsoka cause player, um, that were at Fayetteville, but were also at Greenville. And when I was sick and could barely breathe and was having a bad day, they were very encouraging. Uh, there was a Burton Ernie cosplay that was fantastic. And also, if you look through our socials, um, my daughter Carmen, uh, because I'd spent the whole weekend sketching. My daughter Carmen wanted to sketch me, and she hates it. But she just did this really amazing sketch of me. You know, it's amazing as a parent, and I think it's pretty great. Um, uh there's also a Great Miles, a Lady Dimitrescu. Um, there's one pile that you can see of one person bought uh, a whole pile of my sketches at once. And I just thought it was pretty neat. And then um, Denny or Donny Shop Art also posted some of the sketches that they bought for me. Just, I was grateful. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of One Piece cosplayers, and here's the thing I don't know if there are always this many One Piece cosplayers, or I'm just now noticing it because I've actually started watching One Piece. Either way, it's good. Um, but yeah, that's Fayetteville Comic Con. That's officially uh my last con of the year. I was invited to do a market uh at a school, and I might also have a Christmas market um coming up as well in November. Uh, but before I go, I want to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters and the people that just pour into Faith and Fandom and help make it possible. Jonathan Herman, Ron Petit, Tesh Norton, uh, Scott Ward, Alicia, uh, Benson, uh, uh, Candace Davis, Jay Sheed, Jillian, Jason Crutchfield, Mike Perna, Todd Turner, John Jacobs, Zach Harris, Caleb Grimm, Jeanette Skaggs, Chris Poyer, Jason Bullock, Christina Ray, Sarah Lewis, Patrick Gale, Rebecca Godlove, and Adam Davis. All y'all are fantastic, and you've helped make Fake and Vandom um, just what it is and all that God does with it beyond my understanding and ability. So I just want to say thanks for doing what you do. It helps allow me to do what I do, and I'm incredibly grateful for you. Fateville, thank you for putting on another great show. LJ, thanks for being a great host. Um, I love seeing some of my friends in Artist Alley. I had a great spot for the show this year, um, right by the dippin' dots and right across from the celebrities. So solid spot, you know. It was just a good show. And yeah. it was I got a message Sunday afternoon from one of the volunteers at my church that said, hey, I know you're probably tired. If you want me to sub for youth for you, I will. And I was like, you know, honestly, I've had a delightful day just sitting here sketching and talking to people. This is probably the most rested I've been on a Sunday ever. (laughs) Um, But it was a good show. And I'm looking forward to all that uh, God has in store for us in the year to come. Um, I also got invited to be at a show in January. Um so we'll see what's up. But thanks for listening, and I hope to see you soon at Artist Alley.